0: me as a person who went to elementary school for six years that i don't i don't think i went to pre-k i just i think i started kindergarten started kindergarten yes, A lot so, of people. I, I went to kindergarten yeah. in california okay that's where i first went to kindergarten what was the school
1: called you remember Fuck if
0: i remember oh, okay <laughs> i do here's okay i do remember this though okay. to get to my kindergarten we walked because that's what we did well, like my mother did sure, there's a, a lot of schools do my them. mother yeah. didn't own a car in california mm-hmm. and that was at the time where you don't own a car in california Sure, same like new york city um but
1: was it like a real urban area yeah or was yeah, it real, okay. yeah, it was
0: real urban like you you literally walked we walked we walked to the grocery store and carried the groceries back mm-hmm. occasionally my occasionally my mother would borrow a car from like a friend or something like that but that's generally what we did and I walked to school every single day my mother would walk me to school and the weirdest thing I don't my memory is a little fuzzy because I was real young but I do remember walking down this very very like steep trail that, like, this dirt road trail that was, like, you almost had to climb down this hill to get to my school. It's kind of gnarly. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. And, like, we lived... We didn't live that far from it. But I went to kindergarten there. Came to Pennsylvania. First grade through sixth grade. Went to Mercer Elementary School. Okay. All right. Went from going to a public school... That had a lot of students. Like your class, my class is like twenty-five large, thirty large, something like that. And there like was that.
1: probably a couple classes. A
0: yeah, couple yeah. Days. You'd have grades where there was like a few. Like I, I always used to be like, okay, this year am I gonna get a class of my friends? No, I didn't get it. So i right. just have to see them at recess and lunch. Yeah. But so, talking about that, seventh grade moved out to the Shenango Valley. Mm. And at the time, we were living with my grandmother who lived in Sharon. My mother didn't want to send me to Sharon High, Sharon High School because ruffians. Damn. And she didn't want to send me to Faro, obviously. Right. So instead, she sent me to MGM Fatima. Monsignor right. Gino Monti. Monsignor I'm familiar. June, yes. yes. And it was the most surreal experience going to this private school where literally the class size, there was one class per grade, and the class size whenever I went there at seventh grade was about 15.
1: And it that's was a, on the large side that too. was on the
0: large side because yeah. in eighth grade the class is like 10
1: yeah
0: like nine or ten like literally mm-hmm. it was something weird like that but it was it was for somebody who'd never participated in religious activity in any shape or form to go to a private school like I was an altar boy.
1: Oh, you are an altar boy.
0: I occasionally I would be picked to be an altar boy because it was just. Were you ever in-
1: diddled by a priest? I
0: was never diddled. Great by news. A priest. Here, like okay, here's the thing. This is the weirdest thing. And you're a religious man. You tell me this. One time, I was an altar boy for a big, like mass thing. It was like it was like in the gym,
1: okay. and it was like the like an all school yeah. mass.
0: Yeah. What is the dude that's not a priest but starts with a D? De- deacon? deacon. Thank you. I I just thought Love of it. it deacon. Yeah. The deacon came to help the father with the yes, mask. Right. And I was one of the dudes, like I would hold, what is the little silver, the gold the plate? Oh, the that, The plate whenever somebody gets communion. Yeah, the communion. And then you hold it under their mouth to like catch their sins or some bullshit like that? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, I don't know if it has a name, but I do know what you mean. Yeah. yeah
0: so that was the only time I received communion. And the only reason why I did it was because the deacon turned to me, didn't know me obviously because he like wasn't regularly there. He turned to me and when he was the beginning of the community, he like basically put the cookie, like the cracker towards me and like practically like had it on my lips. And I was like, I guess I'm doing this. And then afterwards of like my fellow students were like, I didn't know you're religious. I didn't know you're like Catholic Christian or whatever. And I was like, no, I'm not like, the dude just like put it, like put it up to me. I was like, fucking went in Rome, I guess, do it. And they're like, you're going to hell, dude. Like, you're absolutely going to hell because you're not, like, baptized, and you, you, like, you you can't do that, dude. And I was like, is that, like, a thing? Like, if you receive communion and you haven't gone through the process and not baptized, like, you're, like, to burn in the fiery pit of torment?
1: Some people, the more traditional, old-fashioned Catholics, yes, they do believe that, yes. Um, They believe stuff like if you're a divorced person, you can't take communion. Like, if you got divorced. Like,
0: that's so fucking I think, weird.
1: I think that's a... Now, the, from what I understand, the newest pope, Pope Francis, I think he changed that. I think he allows divorced people... Dude, he's into gay people. Like, he's all Like, about like, the like he's the cool... He's like... He, he's the He's, he's a like hip- progressive pope. Like, I love him. <laughs> I love him. He's great. Um... But anyway, I think I want to say that he changed that. And there was a lot of, like, traditional Catholics that were all up in arms about that, a little busy. Well, yeah. There's always going to be them. Similar story. And I have one question for you after this. But I'm Roman Catholic, so when when we go to Mass, I do accept communion. Um, My wife, Kristen, she's not. She's Christian, but she's not Catholic. And she hates it, like, when she has to, like... It's time to everybody stand up and make your way to the aisles and go up and... Like, get motherfucker, you. And I'm here, aren't I? She's got to fucking sit there by herself and not do anything. So, they do something... It's pretty cool at my at my church, at my parish, where if you have a young child who's too young to take communion, if you carry them up with you, the priest or deacon or whoever is the Eucharistic minister, whoever's offering communion, they'll just bless the child. Like, do a little cross on their, on their forehead. It's a really cool thing. So Kristen was like, we have two kids, so I had one, she had the other. She's like, I'm going to go up, because I want the priest to, to bless, I think she was called old Nina. I'm like, okay, so we go up, and as she gets there, he did what you said. He just like, threw the fucking cookie right up in her mouth. And she was like, "Oh, nom nom, <laughs> <laughs> nom, nom, <laughs> nom nom nom. That's some nasty <laughs> fucking crackers, yeah, by the way. Uh, they're gross as fuck, it's like cardboard. But yeah. anyway, so <laughs> so she took it, I'm like... What are you doing? And she's like, he just put it in there. Like, but so she's like, burn in hell now. So, so you guys do? can hang out there, I guess. But 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 my question for you is, you actually were an altar server? Yeah, it was. How but, did they like when I went to school? There was more kid. I went to Notre Dame School, which was an, an also a private Catholic elementary school, just like you did at yeah. MGM. We had a few more kids, but there was probably a handful, half a dozen kids in my in my class that weren't Catholic. And I remember it was like second or third grade. Might have been a little bit older. I don't even remember what grade it was. When they first come to you and says, who would like to learn how to be an altar server and serve? And like people raised their hands. And they they said to us, you have to be Catholic to do it. So my one friend, Josh, who I went to school with, Josh wasn't Catholic. And he kind of wanted to, but he was like, oh, I can't do it. So you weren't Catholic, but they let you do it. That's I, what was I was an atheist. About. I was an
0: atheist at the time. I was I was hardcore atheist. I was like, "Fuck this shit. This shit isn't real. This is all a bunch of nonsense." What but are
1: you? What are you? Are you atheist I, now? I'm an,
0: I'm an agnostic. I believe okay. there's something out there. I'm open minded. I sure. like, if anything, I'd like to start my own religion where I just, you know, buffet myself with all different kinds of other religions, pick all the good stuff I like that I think is right, and put it in that religion. So I've I mean, been called a cafeteria Christian
1: myself because I like to pick and choose. Yeah, it's but, great. Yeah. It's
0: great. Um, but what happened was, and I I don't remember the entire series of events because I, I have a horrible memory, a terrible mm-hmm. memory, but I do remember I, it was pretty well known that I was not religious. I was not a religious person. But because the classes were so... They only let... S- I think it was like maybe sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, okay. and then like the sixth graders, maybe fifth graders, but like they were like training, kind of like you know being taught how to do it and stuff now like you that. Mentioned but it was I
1: might have been fifth or sixth grade when yeah. this went down. But it I was
0: mainly like seventh and eighth grade where okay. we where the, who were the main altar boys for the most part, and the class Alter service they let girls do it too. Well, now, but not then. They didn't when you were there. No, they didn't. It was all boys. Never girls. They never let See, girls do not it.
1: when I'm I, and I'm older than you. Yeah. my parish must have been a little bit more progressive than fatima i think you guys were more conservative, traditional yeah. conservative
0: yeah the the priest the father Burtis, father right? Burtis, yeah he was always in charge of it and he he didn't want girls and he didn't he wanted you know he wanted to, little boys so um but he always, but it was always boys it was always it was always males and the amount of males that were in the class were so small, right? Because it was like me and like four other people. It so was five of you total. Yeah, basically, you kind of had. There was like do five it. or six of us in seventh in the seventh grade that were right. at the time, and then next year, and then like in the eighth grade class, there were literally only two boys, like two maybe three boys in you the class, and one other boy. No, no, no. I mean, like not, not when I went to eighth grade, but at the time when I went to seventh grade in the eighth grade class of that year, I see, I see. there was maybe only like two or three boys. So, there weren't a lot of pickins. So, like, every...
1: Slim pickins yeah, is
0: part And it was like, we had mass every Monday. I don't, know, I don't know how often you guys had mass where you went, but we had we mass... Didn't, no, we didn't do We had that. mass every Monday, and, every, like, most... Like, all the older classes had to go to mass. Like, it was a, um... It was like, I think they had, like, separate mass. I think it was like, you know, se- maybe, like, 6th, 7th, 8th graders had mass. This time they had, like, 5th, I can't remember how they did it, but it was... Mass, like, every Mondays, and when they had, like, they had mass, they always picked, you know, altar servers to do it, so they'd be like, oh, you know, so-and-so, do you want to do altar service, you know, blah, blah, Like you, like, I think if I would have said it's against my beliefs to do altar service, they would have never asked me to do it, but I never said that, because I didn't give a shit. It got me out of class. I was like, "Fuck! I will to go have some fun, do some bullshit." Yeah, bullshit. So I'd go there and I'd like throw on the little fucking robe thing mm-hmm. or whatever, light the candles, help get everything set up, and all this other shit. And it'd be me and one other person, mm-hmm. and we'd be there to help. And I was, first of all, kind of liked it, kind of enjoyed it. Okay. Because here's the thing: fine. I didn't want to sit in the pews, and it made me feel yeah. Im- it made me feel important. I was like, "I'm up here. I'm on stage. I'm doing something, so people can see me." Like I even, the center of attention. I even I even did altar service a couple times. For another church, um, not not like voluntarily, but as like MGM would have like their affiliated church or whatever, Saint Alberts. I, I can't remember what the name was it might have been that. But they would be like, Hey, you know, there's a big service happening, you know, they want some couple volunteer altar boys and they'd be like, Do you want to do it, and I'd be like, Fuck it, let's go. And they drive me down there, go down to the church and shit like that, get everything set up there and all this stuff. It was a whole big it was a bigger state, obviously a bigger stadium, bigger stage It's like, yeah, hey, I'm on point.
1: You got called up to the show. That's yeah. It's yeah. like a minor league baseball player getting called up to the big leagues. We had it.
0: it, I can't remember if it was once a month or once a week. We had Holy Thursday, I think was what it was called.
1: Yeah, Holy and it Thursday. was it yeah.
0: was the big it was the big mass. It was when all the classes got into the chapel, the tiny fucking chapel at, at Fatima. And it was like and it was fuck I can not What was isn't there like isn't it in, in religion? This particular religion Catholicism Christianity whatever. Where there is it one time a year where it's like Stations of the Cross, stations, stations of the, the Cross. cross. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. That was a thing. Yeah, that's I remember, still a thing. It's still a thing. But that was the thing I remember, and I I altered for that. I think a couple times, you know. But that's that's a big pain in the ass. That's a big deal. That's, that's a big fucking pain in the ass. You, you were high up on the roster,
1: though. It's really, you were, it's you really not. There. It's not
0: hard to be high up on the roster when you've got like <laughs> three other people in competition. So, but no, like. I enjoy. I enjoyed. I actually enjoyed being an altar boy because it was just something different. It was something different that I wasn't used to in school. I was more interested in like, what's the process of this? It's like it's like how I am with all religions. Like, what's the process for this? Like, what's you know how does this you know work and this that and the other thing? It was more like interesting for me. It didn't convert me, but it was interesting. They tried. tried. Oh, they tried.
1: So when I had the opportunity, I remember when it was our religious ed teacher. She came in. And I have to say, and it was open to boys and girls. You were called an altar server, not an altar boy. So girls went too. And I'd have to say 80, 90% of the class went and did it. And here I am. I'm actually Catholic. I'm actually a boy. I would have checked every box, even at your church. And I was like, fucking no. I'm not doing it. (laughs) And here's my reason why. For you, you're talking about doing it during school, you get out of class. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. What I'm not cool with is doing an 8 a.m. mass on Sunday. Oh fuck no! They had us fuck do no. that. They had us do fuck that. no!
0: I would have never done that.
1: Who did your Who did your church's masses on Sunday? I don't know wait, because I was never there. So so, wait, I don't so wait, know.
0: your church,
1: you're saying church? Church. You're saying church. So you're talking about going to a chapel? Chapel. School. My school, we did not have a chapel. Because our school was parking lot in the middle, church on the other side of the parking lot. So yeah. when we did our, our school masses, we walked across the parking lot into the Notre Dame church. Yeah. So I know where, your, where, where Fatima Church is if you, and MGM School is. They're not really that close to each other.
0: We, If you were to walk in the main doors of MGM...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, there's kind of two main doors, but like the main main doors of MGM that's not in front of the gym... When you walk in, it's like a little lobby area. Jesus on the cross. Of course. And white Jesus. White Jesus. Blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. Praise white Jesus. Um, but no, white Jesus right there on the cross and a chapel right there. And that's yeah. where we had service. And that's where, you know, we would go to do our spiel, as you would call it. Like, it, And it, was, it wasn't very big. It was pretty small. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why, I think that was probably the biggest reason why uh, they didn't have a lot of the younger grades going for, like, Monday Mass and stuff like that. Not only for that mm-hmm. not only for that but also because you know you don't want little kids in there fucking around in church and everything like that with one teacher fucking per grade yeah fucking little kids yeah. but like I don't know how it was you said you went to Notre Dame right?
1: I did Notre okay. Dame Notre Dame Elementary Notre Dame. School uh, I Park don't know how school. it
0: was at Notre Dame but mm-hmm. at Fatima it was real fucking chill most of the time cause like the teachers most teachers 8th grade teacher I'm not gonna name any names um, make it up make it up uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Skrvel. Skrvel. Skrvel.
1: Okay. Um, Mr. Mr. Skrvel. Okay, so gentleman. Gentleman. I had zero male teachers. Really? Until I left and went to public school in high really? school. Really? Yeah. Interesting. No male teachers in my elementary. I had... It for, okay. Or junior high, for that matter. Yeah.
0: I'm going to say this also, before I go back to that story. First experience I ever had where you had classes that were in other classrooms. Like we would go to other class, like when we when we had like religious class in eighth, in eighth grade, mm-hmm. we would go to sister. I think it was Sister Margaret at
1: the time. Sister Margaret, yeah, she's we still would teaching. We go
0: to sister. She's alive. She's teaching at Kennedy.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: She was old as she teaches math. Sister Margaret, I like you. You were old as dirt when I went
1: to school. So and that was like fifteen years ago. My grandmother had It was more her. than fifteen years. My ago. grandmother had her in school.
0: We're not thinking of the same person.
1: No, she's like a hundred. We're not
0: thinking of the same person, though. We're not thinking of the same person. I had Sister Margaret of Kennedy. Oh. I love Sister Margaret. I'm thinking of somebody else. You
1: think of a different sister? I'm
0: subject. thinking of a nun. Okay. Like, a, like a legit nun. Sister
1: Margaret's ha- a nun
0: Habit-wearing nun every day of okay. her life. Sister Margaret doesn't wear nuns. I no. love Sister Margaret.
1: You know? Okay. All right. I love
0: Sister Margaret. I'm, I'm not thinking of the sure same person. I'm sure there's more than one Sister Margaret out yeah, there. Yeah, but Let's I mean, like, the one I'm thinking of. First of all, top math. Fucking great. Loved her. Loved her to
1: death. Yeah,
0: amazing. Um, she's, but no, she's
1: like ninety or hundred. She's
0: old. I think I'm thinking of Sister Judith.
1: Sister Ju- Judith. I don't know. I, don't know I think Sister
0: I think her Judith. name is Judith. Either way, Sister Judith. What? Whatever. Sister None. Habit wearing none. Full hardcore. 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 Taught out of this old. We had these old, just ratty te- pages falling out in textbooks that were like looked like they were like. 60 70 like 80 the fucking years old dead sea old. scrolls yeah basically <laughs> and it was so it was such an antiquated textbook that we learned out of when i was learning religion but we had to go to her class and her class was the homeroom for fifth grade mm-hmm. and that was the weirdest thing for me too when i w- first went there because i was like we weren't on high school why are we switching classes oh and we're gonna go over to scurvilles to learn english and we're gonna go over here to learn math and shit and i was like holy shit like it, it was it was like a surreal experience but anyway uh What I was saying before was it was – there was a bit more of a relaxed environment when I went to MGM. Like when I eighth grade, Scurville, like he treated us like we were adults, which is really cool. Like he didn't see us – like we we were kids, but he didn't see us as kids. He's like, you guys talk a lot of shit. He didn't cuss in front of us. He was basically treating us like, look, you guys are more adult than a lot of teachers give you credit for. Like we would hang out, there were times of where we would hang out in the principal's office. Like we knew like in eighth grade, like the principal was very active.
1: For those of you listening who don't understanding, it, it, was the same way for me because when you're in a small private Catholic school like this, the highest grade it goes was eighth grade. Yeah. So when you were eighth graders in that school, it was like being a senior in high school. Yeah. Like your shit didn't stink. You were the fucking kings of the hallway. You fucking weren't really, but you thought you were. There was a—I remember one
0: time there was a storage room, right off to the principal's room, where you can get into it two ways: from the hallway or from the principal's office. And there was one time I took a nap in there all day, not because I was—I wasn't feeling too well. So like she was like, "Why don't you just go in there and sleep?" And Skirville was like, "Yeah, just go, go, go rest, go take a nap." I was like, "All right." Let's do it. And I went in there sick. As I, can, a, I can get an A on this. Sick as a dog, laid on like, it was one of those, um, like, uh, like, uh doctor's office couches that had, th- they weren't like cloth cushions. They were like, um, what's the material? Like, not rubber, but like.
1: Kind of like a faux leather? Faux leather, yeah, yeah. Like
0: faux leather. It was like that. And I would just, I curled up on there and I slept there for like two hours. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're good. Wow. Like, like we knew, like, the, principal knew us by name we knew we knew the principal by name and we would like go there and hang out shit it was it was cool
1: it's cool see i i have similar stories like that about my school i at the time especially in the older grades in the middle school sixth seventh and eighth grade when you're that age that's a tough age oh yeah that's a tough age for kids you don't know if you're fish or foul at that point. I was and pretty I was pretty foul. <laughs> okay. I was foul. I knew what I you was. You knew what you were.
0: I was I was a little foul. See, I a had no little fucking
1: foul. clue. I had I was all over the place. See, I I hated wearing a uniform. Don't
0: talk about uniforms because you didn't go to Fatima because Fatima, okay, explain your uniform. Dude, we'll explain your uniforms. Your
1: uniforms had to have been better than my uniform. explain your uniforms real quick. So, we the, had, paint a picture. So, there was different versions of it. But the typic typically what I wore Imagine a polo shirt, just your average everyday collared polo shirt with three, four buttons up at the top, and it's got a script in cursive writing in green, says Notre Dame on the breast. It is the color of urine yellow. I'm talking about, like, if you're a little bit dehydrated and you take a piss in the toilet, you know the color of the water mixed with your piss? Yeah. That's the color of the shirts. Fucking hideous. Thick, heavy, uncomfortable, horrible. And we wore like slacks, like dockers, but they had to be navy fucking blue. And you had to wear dress shoes. It's typically like brown Doc Martins or yeah. whatever fucking airwalks from Payless that were brown and like that's what you that's what you wore every single day. Every single day. That's what you wore. I get your beat. I get your beat. Let me hear mean Okay, it. so okay. here's you're in, yellow. You're, you're in yellow. You're in yellow. Disgustingly hideous. Your colors at MGM were actually cool colors.
0: But I got you beat. Here's mine. Okay. Because at MGM when we went there, you had to wear dress shoes obviously. Dress shoes. Dress shoes? Okay, got it. You had to wear dress pants, dark mm-hmm. dress pants. Either dark, very very dark blue or black dress pants. Same like as we're us. talking we're talking like go to your go to your grandma's funeral like dress pants. Yeah,
1: that's the same as us. Yeah. Same as us.
0: We had to wear a blue button-up shirt. Either navy blue or like cyan or light blue. Typically a light blue button up always had to be tucked in. Yes, our shirts always, always had, had, had to be tucked in, in. Yep. and we had to wear a tie. Had to wear a we tie. We a tie. We did not. As have to wear as ties. a guy, we had to wear a tie. The women, the girls, were worse than us because they had specific uniforms they had to purchase from the school that were like jumpers, borderline schoolgirl outfits. Yeah, that jumpers. Were, yeah, that were like, or
1: skirts with jumpers. They had yeah. vests.
0: They had skirts. They always had to. They always had to wear like uh, obviously skirts had to be long, but they always had to wear always knee high socks. They could not show any skin. uh, Yeah, no, no skin at all. There was one time. There was one time I forgot my tie at home, and I knew I had like a spare tie in my backpack, but the spare tie was skinny. It was. It was. It was an. It was a skinny tie. It was a ten year old tie. You're a a skinny tie type, If I knew it. It wasn't skinny because it was a skinny tie. It was skinny because it was a 10-year-old's tie. Because when I put it on, the tie went about about to, like, middle of my chest. It did not go lower (laughs) than the middle of my chest. Like, Like Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. And I remember there was this one kid that was there that forgot his tie. And, um, like... He, he forgot his tie, and uh, one of the teachers was, like, getting on his case, like, you forget your tie all the time, you don't wear your tie, blah, 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 and he, the dude pointed at me, and I was like, what about him, look at his tie, like, at least he has a fucking tie! Like, you, like he's like, at least
1: he's <laughs> like... He's, <laughs>
0: I did that once, and I was like, I'm never forgetting my tie again. But, like, we had to wear, like, like at least you had polos, where, like, it was kind of casual to a certain extent. They were awful, though. They were awful, but, They're like, awful. they were, it was kind of casual. You weren't, you, they can really at MG, but at MGM, you were dressed up 100% of the time. And there were casual Friday days I would have, but you had to pay for casual Friday. Yeah,
1: yeah, jeans days. Yeah. It was, like, 50 cents or a dollar. Yeah, it was remember. something
0: stupid like that. Yeah, You know just, what I did? I didn't fucking pay. I came in my fucking dress-up gear, because I was like, I likes my
1: money. Wow. See, that was... I did it, I paid a couple times, I paid a couple times. That was fucking social suicide. There was one time, and my mother was a teacher there, too, but there was one fucking time that we had a jeans day, and I forgot. So I put the whole uniform on, showed up, everybody's in jeans. I got, I called, my mom was not even there that day, thank God. She had, like, come Later. I call her. I'm like, you gotta bring me clothes. You gotta bring me clothes. Because there was kids who would forget the idiots. And if you had your uniform on when everybody else was in their fly threads, they were in there. fucking... Stay fly. Oh, dude. When you were able to, like, express your artistic, like, you, you were able to express yourself with, like, what clothes you wear that isn't all uniform. Man, we... I lit I was I had style man I had style. And I got I got to say one thing the tie does suck I'll give you that. But when I was in 8th grade I actually dated a girl who was in 7th grade at your school at MGM. Really? Yes. I'd seen the uniform. I mean granted we were in fucking middle school but I, she looked damn the, cute in it. The, I thought right, she looked cute in it. On the right girl. Not like Britney Spears cute, but cute
0: enough. I mean, if if you think the Britney Spears uniform, you're not that far off.
1: I know. That, so, look. I mean, the look, right, look, right kind of girl in the, the right, right kind of atmosphere. No pedo here. No pedo. No pedo. I, you were at the it was you were at the age you I am reminiscing, I'm reminiscing. I'm reminiscing, I'm reminiscing. This girl's my age now. Um, yeah. Uh, I think
0: There's there was one girl I remember who one year older than me I was in seventh grade she was in eighth grade and I remember she was I didn't say any names she's a she was a principal's daughter and she went there let me tell you she was like the biggest crush that like most of the guys had because at the time once again no pedo as you say like she looked she looked really good like she and to this day I haven't i obviously haven't seen her in Years and I never like knew her, or hang- hung out with her, but like you see pictures and stuff like that on social media. She's still, a- yeah, yeah. So, I g- I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Did you uh, did you play any sports when you went
1: to Notre Dame? I did, I did. I played, um, I played soccer because we had a soccer team. I played every year. I started in kindergarten. I guess first grade is when it starts. First grade through eighth grade. And you know what? I was pretty damn good, lad. Pretty damn good. Really? Yes. But our team was legit. But fucking St. Mike's from Greenville? Fuck those green assholes. They were real good. And we always lost to them. But I played soccer. There's a whole other story I can get into that. I played volleyball. We had a volleyball team. I played I volleyball. MGM had a volleyball team for a brief period, too. Yeah, we too. played you guys. Yeah. We played you guys. Volleyball. And I played one year of basketball. But I played in eighth grade only because all my friends played. Dude, I sucked at basketball. <clears throat> like, I was just too rough. Like, you don't have to touch anybody in basketball. Yeah. You know? I'd fucking tackle the dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was not good at basketball. But I was good at volleyball, and I was good at soccer those were the three and like we had um what other the sports did we even have like cheerleading cheerleading but yeah. that was the girls did that uh we had music we were in the i was in the musicals we had musicals in really? school yeah and they were they were on point they see, were on point see
0: fatima did have i don't think it had like a musical you wouldn't program. have enough kids. like we wouldn't have to there was there was one time they had they had one music program which was very 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 small which was somebody? Which was um. It was basically learning to play the guitar. Oh,
1: that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. There was
0: only three people in. Did You do it? I did it. Yeah. There was only three people involved in it. I was one of them because I had I had begged my mother for a guitar. I had begged my mother for a guitar. You
1: look like you'd play guitar. You Here's the thing. Guitar, Here's the but...
0: thing. I don't know how to play the guitar. <laughs> no, you don't. But. Let me tell you let me tell you that. I begged my mother for a guitar and then I got the guitar and it was fun and then I realized how fucking hard it was. And then I was like, Let me I'm just gonna strum. And then they started this music program where it's like they had an instructor that would come and teach guitar and I was like, I got a fucking guitar. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it and I went there and I went for like three times and then after I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. 'Cause it was work. And at Dude. the time at the time I was a lazy I was a lazy here's the thing, I'm willing to admit this, I was a lazy, lazy, lazy shit. And I didn't want to do any work. I just I just wanted
1: to have I just
0: wanted to have the experience here's the thing, I still have the same fucking guitar. Still learn it. Because Time, dude. I, dude. I have every intention of learning it. Throw just, your
1: hat over the wall and I, learn it.
0: I look. I I have I have, pra- have practiced with that. and I have I have learned to play some chords, and I've learned to play some minor things with it before. But like I have I've I've not had the time to like Is it acoustic. No, it's electric. Oh, it. okay. I was like I had dreams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had dreams of being a rock star. I did. I, I it was like I had
0: I had had I had an old friend who had a band. Oh, okay. And I I didn't have many friends in Mercer, but I had a couple, and I stayed in touch with like one or two of them. And there was one of them that had a band, and I was like, "Dude, I'll get a guitar and I'll learn how to play and I'll be in your fucking band." And I was like, "Yeah, sick! I'll be the next fucking like Lincoln Park dude or whatever." <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, it's great. That you're like, "I'll be the dude from, I'll, I'll be the, the Guns and Roses dude." <laughs> Those name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's basically what it was, and I was like, and then I picked it up and I was like playing, I was like, this is really fucking hard. And this is boring. It's boring to learn an instrument. Here's here's why it's boring to learn an instrument, because they want you to learn the basics. And I understand the basics are important that you want to learn the chords and all that other shit.
1: It's fucking boring to do that shit. And I couldn't do it. It set the scene here, okay. Years ago, you're away at college in Erie, Pennsylvania, and you're at you're at a house party. You're standing in the corner of the room. I took enjoy- my
0: guitar up there for a semester.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. You're enjoying a drink. You got a hat on, glasses. You know, you are wearing your pea coat. Okay, you're standing in the corner. You're that mysterious guy. So sorry, so sorry. That I
0: did wear a hat briefly during my time at Edinburgh when I was hanging out with a friend of ours, Brad. He was he would kill me if I said this, but he was kind of a hipster. But he was like the original hipster. So he it's was, like he was so, on the cutting edge of hipster. So it you know. was cool for him. And he he and his buddies would wear these things called dude bro hats. Where they would just What get are they called? Dude Bro hats.
1: Dude Bro hats.
0: And what they would do is they would just get hats and underneath like the, the what do you call it? The lid, the brim the, lid, the, the brim. the brim they would write and marker dude bro. And that was dude their thing. Bro. And I had a purple one of those.
1: You had a dude bro hat. Yeah, I did have a dude bro okay, hat. Okay, so you're wearing your dude bro hat, peacoat, standing in the corner, sipping on a drink. Gin and juice. Some, some okay-looking girls. What do you do? You walk out to your car, get your guitar, you come in, you sit down in, in a room that's there's people around. People start looking over at you. and you Cause maybe <laughs> you're gonna be the one that saves me. Cause you have to learn Wonderwall. Yeah, that, absolutely. Like, that's the first song anybody ever has to learn on a guitar. I think I learned the
0: beginning of Wonderwall. <laughs> See, I, think I have I, I think I you used have to. to know the beginning of it.
1: Like, it's, it's not a question... If you know Wonderwall. It's like, when did you learn Wonderwall? Everybody ha- you have a guitar, you know how to play Wonderwall. That's... that's That goes outside. You play Wonderfall, you'd have been neck deep in pussy. Yes, that's all you need. Guitar at house party. You've seen it happen.
0: I, I I brought my guitar up there because I was living with a mutual, mutual person we know. A mutual friend of ours, Josh Watkins. I'm going to name drop him because he's a big person on social media for I love us. him. I love the great, guy. Great guy. I lived hey, with he him. He listens to the show, so. I, I lived with him my first semester and he is an avid guitar player. Like, he knows how to play the guitar. And he was had his guitar up there and I was like, and this was the time whenever I was, like, going home every weekend because I had to work. So I was like, one weekend I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna take my guitar up there. Fuck it. I took my guitar and my amp up there and I was like, dude, I brought my guitar and amp. Let's fucking play. Like, teach me how to play. And he's like, No, he wasn't like no though. He was he was like, all right, here's the websites I go to, like you like learn like chords and shit like that, like songs you like on websites. So I was learning like Coen and Cambria like shit and everything like that, like the beginning of that shit. Um, But yeah, but when they had this program in MGM, and I remember the last time I stopped was the instructor gave us like a thing where it's like, why don't you guys take what you've learned here in the past two classes and like write your own song and like come up through on like little just like a little jingle of your song and i was like i'm not doing that <laughs> so
1: <laughs> Dude, that would have been okay it would have been like, it would have been
0: okay but i was like once again it was <laughs> this work
1: this is an original it's abstract you could just like ring ring ring
0: once again it was work and i was a lazy shit so um but no that was the only music program that fatima actually had but there were there were sports that i did play
1: looking back on it, and when you're in, like, 7th and 8th grade, you're a fucking dick. Like, you're you're very selfish and self-centered. You don't think... And, and when I was in school, we had some athletic guys. And when we would play you guys in basketball or soccer, dude, I felt sorry. I was gonna get into that. I was I felt, gonna get into that. I felt sorry for you guys. Because we would just murder you. And it was to the point where it wasn't even fun for us. Like it was like I know that sounds bad, but especially I don't blame, I don't blame you. It wasn't guess what? It
0: wasn't fun but, for us either. So
1: because it was it was to the point where it was like, Oh my gosh. Like, I feel awful for these kids. Like, like it's ele- okay, a playing with,
0: soccer, it's eleven to nothing. Like I got a story with that. Okay. So
1: like stop shooting at like- MGM.
0: <laughs> at MGM I played soccer also. Mm-hmm. I played volleyball also and I also played basketball for two years. The reason why I played all those sports, not volleyball. Volleyball was enjoyable. I enjoyed volleyball. I loved
1: volleyball. It was fucking
0: fun. I played soccer first. And I played soccer because a coach was talking to my mother and was talking to me and talking to my mother, my grandmother, talking to me. And he convinced me to join the team because he was like, dude, you've you've got almost a football build. That was like a polite way of saying you're fat. So he's like, dude, you've got almost a football build. So, like, you could be really good in soccer playing defense. Right. And, like, we need some we need soccer players because, you know, there's not a lot of students in your classes. And I was like, I guess. Because here's the thing. I'd done the sports thing before. Okay. In Mercer, I played baseball for a season. And it sucked. I must have got hit in the head with that <laughs> fucking ball <laughs> more times than anybody. Because here's the thing. I crowded the plate, and I didn't know I was crowding the plate. No, 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 no. It wasn't that way. It was I was... I was the guy, if you ever see like a baseball player who sticks their butt out and leans forward with the bat, I was that guy because the coach tried to put me on the plate closer than I wanted to be, and that ball's fucking fast. That's a fast... And I've been hit in the head with that fucking ball before. (laughs) Beamed. Yeah. Take your base. (laughs) I was beamed in the arm, the leg, the hip, the fucking head. Like, I was beamed so many times that I'm like, I'm not... Like, why would you... Put me in the firing line. Why would you put me in the firing? Like, like there's a firing squad in front of me. Like I'm not stupid. Don't do that shit. Like I walked so much. It was <laughs> ridiculous. You,
1: got a you could have yeah. struck out every time. So hey. But anyway, I
0: did the sports thing. So I was, I was hesitant. About it. I was like, I guess. But like I hate sports. So like I, but I was like, all right, I guess. So I played soccer. And then the basketball coach, cool fucking dude fixed my car a couple times cuz he runs a garage. I think he he might still do but he runs a garage. He used to run a garage. Fixed my car a couple times. Um real 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 nice guy, real cool, though, real good to me. Convinced me to join the basketball team cuz he's like cuz at the time when I was in 7th grade, there were like four or five boys, 8th grade, as I said, there was like two or three boys. So there was not the makings of a great basketball team in numbers. So he was like, "Dude, you got to play basketball. We got to get some team. We got to get we got to get a varsity team." You got to play basketball. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. Mind you, I maybe touched the basketball three times in my entire life at the time. So I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything, any kind of nonsense. I was better at defense than any kind of on- offense. That's like my life, defense. Defense is my life. So when you say you felt sorry for us, dude, I felt sorry for me. Because when we would go, we first of all, when I play basketball, we never won a game. My entire two years of playing basketball, not once did we ever win a game.
1: And that's probably like a solid 12 games a year, right? Yeah. 10, 12 so, games.
0: We come close a couple times. There was one time, I, I can't remember, St. Joe's?
1: St. Joe's, yeah, okay.
0: I, it might have been St. Joe's. They I can't weren't very was. good
1: either, so it might have been them.
0: No, then then it probably wasn't them. It was one, it was... It was a team that was First good. Of all, First of all, we only had one string my entire two years. all Like a lot of other schools had two strings. They had their first string and their second string. So, one time, it was later in the season, I think it might have been when I was in 7th grade, There was, they, one of the schools came to our gym, and we were playing a game. And when we were playing, we were doing surprisingly well against them. To the point where we, were, we weren't getting cocky, but we were getting confident. We're like, hey, we might be able to beat them. We might be able to win. We're playing them. We found out later, that was their second string we started winning, they threw their first string in, fucking dominated us, like (laughs) destroyed us. Like it was insane. So the thing is like I – even though we never won, I still kind of enjoyed the basketball games. I still kind of enjoyed the games because you're talking about a kid, myself, who like never had any positive – not much like public positive attention. So like Um. when I play the games – like, there'd be, there would be people, like, on the stands, like, at home games who came to see the game that were, like, cheering for us, despite the fact they knew we were going to fucking win. Like, we had cheerleaders, we had people cheering for us, like, it was fun. And I was like, this is really fucking cool. Like, that's pretty cool. We're going to lose, but that's cool. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed some of
1: it. And that's all that matters,
0: right? Yeah. I didn't enjoy, here's the thing, once again, little lazy fat shit, I didn't enjoy running up and down the court. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. I do not want to do it. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do it. But it was it was fairly enjoyable. Soccer, on the other hand, was it was all right. It was it was okay. I've I, a couple times I might have you know accidentally scored an, an own goal. Oh. Once or twice. Well, here's the thing. There was one time I remember we were playing on the Kennedy Field, mm-hmm. and
1: that's where St. Joe's played.
0: Yeah. So we we were playing a game, and I obviously on def- I played offense a couple times, but I was mainly defense. And I was going to block a ball. Somebody, like, ni- lightly nudged the ball so I was heading for the goal. And I went to go block it, not knowing the goalie was right there to catch it. And I knocked it out of the way of the goalie and into our goal. And I was like, I'm dead. I'm done. I- I'm done for the day. I'm good. I'm good to go. Ooh. Yeah, so...
1: So I played defense, too. I was, I was pretty good at it, but... And we had a really good team but like i said there was there was like four teams that we would all rotate through playing and the one team was saint mikes out of greenville and they were real good too but we were pretty close to them we tied them a few times but our coach i had the worst coach ever nice guy in the world but like really really nice and like hardcore christian so he was like a play everybody the same type of coach. Yeah. You gotta be fair. We're fucking playing St. Mike's. They were out for motherfucking blood. <clears throat> yeah. Like, they would have curb stomped us if they got the chance. So they leave their starters in the whole fucking time. They're like Conan the Barbarian. Conan, what's good
0: in life? <laughs> they just. They just
1: <laughs> it was nuts. So, like, we'd be tied, like, late in the game, and they'd take our best player out to put in some some retard. And it was like, why
0: are you doing this? Can you this? say that word now?
1: I I stressed a different part of it but oh okay it, fair. My, it's was fair the it's fair it was the 90s okay so you could say it back then I uh did not like how the game turned out and and I got a sour taste in my mouth because of that coach but I I enjoyed every minute of it at the time I was a punk I was a punk kid I thought I hated that <clears> school <throat> looking back on it god it was great high school was the fucking pits man I didn't nothing in high school. High school sucks. Here's
0: the thing though, like high school for me was freshman through junior year, doing the normal, just go to class, do your thing, do your studies, do your homework, write your papers, do your thing. Senior year though, that's where that's where it was at. Like I did very, very, yes, good shit. I did very very little my senior year. I did my work. And I passed, obviously, but I did very... I, I, might, I might have told a story a few times, but, like, these stories. But, like, I slept so much in class. Because, like, I didn't sleep at night. Like, I would go to, I would, like, fall asleep, like, real late. So I'd only get, like, maybe, like, four or five hours of sleep. So I'd, like, go to class. Like, I'd go to, like, algebra class. And I'd be, like, knocked out. Hmm. It was a regular thing whenever we went to theology class that I'd be sleeping. To the point where it's like it—it it was just—it was just me. Like that Adam, the sleeper. Adam sleeps in class. Like I would be in theology. There was one time I was in theology, and um, Mrs. I'm going to add that name. Um, Mrs. She. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell. You. I was. I would always knock myself out in class. I'd have my sit in the back next to my buddy, head down sleeping. To so the point where I was so knocked out that she was calling my name to the point where she had to yell my name to wake me up and it made like it was one of those things where like it made a scene where it's like i woke up you know i drooled a little bit on my book
1: (laughs) what
0: (laughs) (laughs) like i was i like i got up i had the entire class staring at me and (laughs) i was like what what's going on what are we doing like, I slept in history, I slept in relig- theology, I slept in algebra. Why did you
1: sleep at night?
0: Because I could, I, I, had insomnia. I couldn't sleep. Like, I couldn't sleep. Like, I would go to bed and I'd be tossing and turned all night. Like, I could not sleep at night. So, there was the principal, once again, add out the name. One time had to come wake me up in algebra. I, I fell asleep. And I woke up and he like I, he woke me up and the classroom was empty. Lights were off and it was empty. It's like, oh, you're you're uh, having a bad day, I say I was like, I guess so. So yeah, I was uh, I was a big I was a bit of a slacker in high school. It wasn't till, it wasn't until college whenever I like picked it up. I was like, oh, I should probably like study more and like actually do shit. But like it was re- it was real chill most of the time because like I had a buddy who, Worked on, um, he worked on like the play sets. Like, he would put shit together and like build sets and like do all that. And he was like really good at it. And I would like use theology. He he went there during theology class to do it, and I would just like go with him. And I would just like use theology class as as an excuse to go help him, even though I just sat there and didn't do anything. So, there was one time where uh, my theology teacher name. Caught me one time whenever I was walking out of the gym, and she was walking past, and she saw me coming out, and knew that I cut class to go do that. And she was like, "She got like real pissed off," but like there was nothing that came of it. Did you ever cut class in high school? Like ever?
1: High school a lot, yeah. I didn't. Did
0: you ever like leave school though and cut class?
1: Yeah. Th- so now I hope this policy has changed because this is some this is a bullshit policy. At my high school, and I went to, I went to the public high school in our town, and. They had a policy where first of all it was like school started so fucking early. It started like seven eighteen, like something like seven thirty was in the bell like rang. Classes started? Yeah. It was so what? fucking early. And I was always late. I was like you, I was tired. I was I was I was slow mover in the morning. And I, I was actually I lived pretty far away from the school and I had to drive myself there. But they had these doors. And the way it worked was they were on a timer. That when the late bell rang, the doors automatically locked.
0: I think we had those. I don't know if I don't know if it was like automatic or like the front desk person would lock them. But yeah, we had those where like they would lock.
1: And the only door that was open was the door that went through the main office. And if you were late, you had to come through the main office and they were standing there waiting for you. You had to sit down and wait and they had to write you a tardy pass. And they had the three strikes rule. You had two times. The third time was a detention. And every time after that, you got detention. So I was on like my oh my god, I was probably on like a baker's <laughs> dozen of being late. And I'd be I'd be I'd be hightailing it to school. I'd I'd like whip into a parking lot. I'd like Tokyo drift into a parking lot. I'd like grabbing my books. and am putting my pencil in my ear. I'm running because all you have to do is make it through that door. If you make it through that door, you're golden. Half the fucking teachers didn't care if you walked into class late, but you had to get through that barrier before the bell rang. That was the key. That was the golden ticket. Yeah. And I'm like steps away from the door. I see the door. I'm reaching out for it. And What do I hear? Ring, ring, ring. Fuck. I stop dead in my tracks. I turn right the fuck around. I go right the hell to my car and I drive home and don't come to school. <clears throat> that was like a lot. Because if you were late to school, you got into trouble. If you didn't come into school, you got in no trouble. <laughs> like, it was yeah. a bad policy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it was a very bad policy. Did you ever, like, leave school in the middle of the day, though? Like, just go? I, we could tell these stories, yeah. Um, it's been years.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, oh. You know, no, I don't think I did, because once I was there, I was there. It's whatever. It was getting there that was the issue for me.
0: Twice I did it. Twice? Twice. One time obviously every school has senior skip day where the seniors just don't fucking come to school because yeah. that's just, so just skip day. That's the way it gets.
1: But that, again, that's a not come to school ever day. Yeah.
0: When I went to school, our seniors had like five senior skip days in the same month. <laughs> so we had a senior skip day. We didn't go. And then like that week later on, we had another senior skip day. A few of us went and a bunch of other people did not go. So me and my, me and my friends were like, fuck it, we're going to leave. So third period, we, we all agreed third pier we're gonna meet here and we're just gonna walk out so we went to one of the back staircases where there's an exit we walked out the door ran to the fucking car and went left where'd you go we went to ohio and i can't remember where in ohio we fucking went to ohio did some shit
1: like did you drive to fucking cincinnati or like, no,
0: no it wasn't like that but it was like it's like <laughs> it's like eastern ohio so we were just like doing some shit like you know just yeah, dumb shit i don't you go, like, know like eastwood mall no, we went to... I remember we went, we went to IHOP. I do remember that. Oh, okay. Went to IHOP and we were doing some shit. We were just like hanging out and doing some shit. And then, again, like the next week, we decided to do it like a second time. And so we just fucking left. Mm-hmm. And nobody said anything at all. Because we were seniors and the teachers didn't care. And they assumed we were slackers and we were never going to amount to anything in the world. Right. So... So
1: I have I've one story. So... When I was probably in 9th or 10th grade, it was early on, we had a serial bomb threat caller in her. No shit. We had... We had one, too. We had, like, every couple months, sure fucking enough, there'd be a bomb threat called in. And, you know, I was in 9th grade, and it was, like, one of the first ones. The first ones in a series of, of people calling in bomb threats. This bomb threat gets called. And, of course, there's chatter going on in school. Oh, my God. And they would do something stupid like go to the bathroom stall and write it on the wall like there's a bomb. Yeah. Like something stupid, like something retarded like that. There I am with that word again. I've been drinking wine. but Good wine. It's pretty good But wine. anyway. It's pretty good. Um, wine. Not bad. I, I shouldn't use that word. I'm going to try not to. So the bomb threat, I remember thinking, these people are stupid. There's an like,
0: alabaster like, retard. There was
1: actually. <laughs> One, two, one. <laughs> that's
0: from the money bitch
1: <laughs> I know I know that's why I'm laughing <laughs> compose so there was a bomb threat and everybody's worried there was like there was like people in the hallway crying like girls were scared people were scared and I'm like fuck nothing's going to fucking happen so I'm, I remember I'm in gym class and I'm just like hanging out there and they come over the speaker. The speaker. Um, there's been a lot of talk today. It's like the superintendent or the principal or whatever. There's been a lot of talk today about a possible bomb threat and, and there was some words written on a bathroom stall. So if anybody feels uncomfortable, you do have permission to leave today. I remember thinking to myself, Fuck that! It ain't gonna be anything. Nothing wrong. So I'm in gym class. I love the gym class, like dribbling a basketball, or whatever. And I hear like the loud whistle, like people do with their, thumb, yeah. their pinkies in their mouth, like the yeah that yeah. I look over my shoulder, and there's like one of my best friends standing at the door of the gym with his coat on, his book bag on, his hat on, and going with a, with a shit-eating grin on his face, going. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that! If he's leaving, I'm out of here too. So. I didn't drive at the time. Like I said, I was in like ninth grade, so I had to like get together, a ride, but that's the only time. That's the only time I left school.
0: My my entire four years of high school, there was one bomb threat that I remember that uh, being called, and they, it was called in. Like somebody oh, yeah. called in and was like, hey, there's a bomb in the school. So, that's ballsy right there. Yeah. So it might've been like 10th or 11th grade. They cleared the entire school and had us all go across a parking lot next to where like the football field was it mm-hmm. was like the, f- the field house I guess is what you would call it, where yeah. like the footballers like training and stuff like that right we basically all went to that area mm-hmm. kind of I think we all like went in honestly like most was it, of like us. winter time or I can't remember it might have been winter time that's the reason why we all went in but they brought the cops in the cops searched the building they had dogs and everything like that sniffing out and then after like after like a half hour they're like all right everything's good and we all went back I was like very efficient, very efficient of you guys to search for a half
1: hour for a potential bomb. That was awesome. At my <laughs> school, at, like there was there was like a serial bomb threat, like called in all the time. And after that first time it happened, like they kind of they kind of got a policy down, which where my where my high school was literally next door. The building next to it was the police station.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So, so when the bomb threat would happen, what they would do, they would walk us out back. And they would take us to the football stadium. And we would sit there in the football stadium. Until the police came over. They brought the dogs in. They did the same thing you said. They'd search for a little while. And I remember the one time it was fucking winter and it was cold. And we had to go back into the football stadium, which is outside. Freeze our ass off while they're searching. It was bullshit. It was bullshit. <clears throat> People would just get up and leave. Like, I'm leaving. It's too cold. The teacher tried to get up and stop. At that point, I left too. But then there was something. Somebody... Somebody thought, I heard people say, he's like, you know, that's a really bad idea. Now that they have this policy that we go to the football field. Like, what if the person who was putting a bomb just put the bomb in the football field, you know? Yeah. So the next time it happened, this is crazy, There was a bomb threat. So we <clears throat> evacuated the football field, the police came over. As we're walking up into the football field, it was written right there in the football field, boom, you're all dead. Wow. Yeah. That was the last time they caught the kid after this time. Did they catch him? They caught him. How did
0: they catch people like that?
1: Well, when he went to the football field, <coughs> see, when the, he, he was always writing. He wasn't calling it in like you're dude. Yeah. He was writing it on the bathroom stalls or the walls, and he was going <coughs> to places where there weren't cameras. When he did that on the football field, there was cameras. Ah. So he got caught on camera. He was a kid that was actually on the hockey team with me in high school.
0: That sounds like a kid that would grow up to be somebody who's like, when he gets stopped by a cop, he's like, you don't have a right to search my card.
1: Do anything. I'm not going to say the kid's name. He's dead now. Really? He died died of a drug overdose like four or five years ago. Yeah. He played hockey with me on the hockey team. And when this happened, the bomb threat, he got expelled. He had to go to the local bad kids school that we all know. Yeah. So, yeah. So,
0: <clears throat> When you were in sports in junior high, when yeah. you were in sports in junior high, mm-hmm. did you ever have a situation where, like when you're playing basketball or you're playing soccer or something like that, where your team was doing particularly poor and the coach came into the locker room and started yelling and screaming and slamming shit?
1: Basketball. Particularly basketball, <laughs> yes. Because our basketball team was slightly different from yours. When I was in sixth grade, I didn't play basketball. I only played basketball in eighth grade. When I was in sixth grade, my school's basketball team lost in the state championship game. And they won the state championship game the year when I was in ninth grade, when I was in high school. They won the state championship. My, my team was really fucking good at basketball. And our coach was like a legendary coach. And he, he would fucking throw a basketball at your fucking head if you weren't doing well. And my 8th grade year, we were good, but we were definitely below standard from what they were used to. Yeah. Like, we didn't win our region. We tied for first place, and we had to have a playoff game to get into the playoffs. And we lost to this team, and it was like, a, it was bad. So yeah, our coach, our coach was very fucking intense. It was very off, fucking it was, intense
0: for us in basketball. It was very often where the coach would come in and like slam shit, and like slam a door, and like slam shut on the ground and stuff what, like why that.
1: Why though? You guys lost every game.
0: That's the point. Like, like we were like we were losing. We we're practicing all the time. We we're lose, but we were losing. Like, here's the thing. Like, there were a couple people on our team. I'm not gonna name names. I don't I can say they're bad people because they're not. They're not bad people, but they had the mentality of they were better than they thought they were i guess is what i would say like there was one person on our team who he was he he was good he was good he handled the ball really well but there was a lot of people on our team that wanted to be the star they wanted to be the one to score all the baskets mm. and i was not one of those people obviously like in 7th grade there were 6 people on our team total and i was the spare so um, there were a lot of people, there were, there were a good number of people that were like that mm-hmm. and they weren't playing like real fundamental basketball. They were playing like, I want to be like star basketball player kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Like they played an NBA jam. And they were like, I want
1: to be him. They're playing street ball. <clears throat> Basically. Yeah. They weren't playing team basketball. Basically. And in
0: fairness, like to me, I didn't learn the plays. Like he would give us a place to like go home and study. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Because, you know, I like I said, I was lazy, lazy shit. I didn't want to do it. So I was like, like, for example, I hated, like, like when you play defense, I hated player-to-player uh, player defense, whatever man they to call man. it, man-to-man. Man. I was always all about zone defense. Zones. yeah. <clears throat> Here's why. Because I couldn't tell who was who. <laughs> because I didn't know the names. Like, I wasn't, like, unlike a lot of the people, I wasn't friends with any, I didn't know any of the people at the other schools. So whenever they were like, You've got, you know, blah, 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 so-and-so. And I'd be like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Numbers are on the back of the fucking shirt. They're facing me. I can't tell whose number that is. So, like, I can't watch my man. It was, it was a weird thing for me. So, like, I played zone even when it was man-to-man, for the most part. And then if it was man-to-man and they were like, dude, we're playing man-to-man, not zone, I would look for the guy that didn't have a person on defense. I'd be like, that must be my guy right over there. I was a weird kid. <clears throat> hmm. So uh, interesting show, is what I'm going to say. Interesting show, very it was, very reminiscent.
1: It was very different.
0: Yes. Yeah, so a, a lot of reminiscing about the old days.
1: We, uh, <coughs> it was probably very boring for people just listening to the show. Nah. but I'm going to
0: say no. I'm going to say no. here's what I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because podcasts are all about telling stories. That's what podcasts usually are about. Like we're, uh, like truth, we're not truth. we're not we're not a podcast that is specific to one thing. We're not a movie review podcast, we're not a pol- politics podcast. We're a storytelling podcast. You just listen to an hour of us telling stories. Yeah. So but I mean I
1: mean maybe people can relate. Maybe can people can think about well, when I was in 8th grade and I happened to go to my local Catholic school and I played basketball. Not
0: even Catholic school, any school.
1: Really? Yeah, true. true. <laughs> Cuz I went to both Catholic and public. So did I. So did you, right. So uh, we kind of know pros and cons to each of them. Like yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, I had fun. I had fun reminiscing. See, unlike you, I have the memory of a steel trap. Now, I'm not good with names. I always forget names, but I remember faces. Yeah. And I remember things that happened. <clears throat> situations, snares. That's why I'm pretty good at telling stories. I'm
0: very good at... I'm pretty good at faces, terrible at names, and I do not have a steel trap. Shit just flows in and then is more than willing That's to okay. flow out whenever okay. it wants to. That's okay. So...
1: I, I, I remember shit, and two of our good friends that have been on the show, Mike Deloney and Patrick Lackey, I... Patrick and I went to school in kindergarten together all the way through eighth grade. Mike came in first grade. So kindergarten and first grade through 8th grade because then they went to Kennedy the the private high school like you yeah. and I went to the public high school but
0: do you regret you ever regret that like not going with your friends to the private to Kennedy
1: I do I off, I, I think about this a lot and how differently things would have worked out and see and I'll, I'll talk about this briefly before we before we wrap up the show My grandmother, who I loved very, very much, she has since passed away, she was very important to me. But now that I'm older and I look back on it, she was very manipulative at a young age. And she was, the local public high school that I went to was called Hickory. The town we live in, we're from, Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Hermitage, Pennsylvania has two high schools, the public and the private. The public is called Hickory High School. The private is called Kennedy High Hickory School. Hickory
0: never made sense to me, but fair.
1: I went to Hickory. You we went to Kennedy. We yeah. went to the, in the same town, but just you went to the private. I went to the public. High school. We're talking about high school now. And the reason why I went there was because my grandmother went there. She sent all three of her kids there. She sent her oldest grandkid there. And then it was my turn. My mom wanted me to go to Kennedy. But she, from a young age, was planting that seed, trying to tell me that I needed to go to Hickory because she was, Hickory was the greatest. Guess what, Adam? It wasn't. It's not the greatest. No, it's not. But I had a bad attitude. I was a punk eighth grade kid. I didn't want to wear that fucking terrible uniform anymore. That was big. And at Kennedy, you don't wear a uniform, but you have a dress code. You know, you have to dress up. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to wear gym shorts and sweatpants to school. I didn't want to have to wear a tie. And I just, I I had a bad taste in my mouth. Like I said, I liked soccer, but I had a really bad coach. So I was fucking done with soccer. I wanted to play football. Even though I was slow and Did you actually play small, football? I played football for four years in okay. Hickory. Okay. And I was lousy because I was so slow and so small. And I was going up against 350 pound kid, high school kids that would murder me. But that's neither here nor there. That's a whole other story. So I went, I went to the public high school, and I think about it, I'm like, man, I would have probably done so much better had I gone to the school where all my friends were, where my mom was a teacher in that district. I, I would have done better. But I would have I would not do it differently because it made me who I am. Like, I played hockey at Hickory. And I made one of my friends on the team who I knew beforehand, but became very close with him. He got me my job at the skating rink because we played hockey together. If I would have gone to Hickory, I would have still known him. I would have still been friends with him, but I never would have become super close with him enough for him to get me a job at the skating rink. Since (laughs) I worked at the skating rink, I met my wife, Kristen, there. We're married and have two kids together and have our life. I met you there, Adam. Yes. If I hadn't gone to Hickory this podcast would not be happening because I probably would have never worked at the skating rink. So it's like a it's like space-time continuum thing. If you go back and change one tiny little thing, do it butterfly differently. Butterfly effect. It, butterfly effect. It changes everything. And that's what would have happened had I not gone to Hickory.
0: That is an outlandish thought process right there. Yeah. Very outlandish. So
1: at times I think, you know what? <clears throat> I should have gone to Kennedy. I should have played soccer. I should have kept my head down and gone with the flow. But no, I had to go to hickory and play football and sling my dick around like I, would, like I was the big fish in the little pond, which I wasn't. But I thought I was. So I
0: mean, it's all about attitude. All it's all about, about attitude. attitude. And when you're that age, you
1: don't know if you're fish or fowl.
0: So if you want to get a hold of Fory Distraction, you want to tell us what your school stories were. Do you want I'd like to... to hear that? Yeah, yes. yeah. Tell us what your what, what, what you enjoyed about junior high, high school, you know, where you went to school, whatever. Email us 4Distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, search Foy Distraction at Podcast FYD. We are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Search for a distraction. Rate us. Like us. Comment on us. Share us with your friends. The only, we're, the only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. There you can find the Movie Guys and For Distraction. That is our official unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. If you guys know of... Or have a podcast that you're looking to join a network. You're looking to, you know, get a maybe a lar- bit of a larger audience. You know, you're looking to grow a little bit. You can email us, or you can email the Movie Guys Podcast. We're always looking for new shows to join the family. We'd also like to thank our box of wine that we have sitting over here.
1: Oh, we didn't even we didn't even do an intro. We just went right into it and talked for a we fucking did. We did. hour and a half.
0: It was an hour. About an, an hour. hour. Yeah, Still, about an hour. It feels
1: like an hour and a half. Yeah, dude. We've been drinking wine. boxed wine. We'll just leave it at that.
0: Box of wine. Boxed wine.
1: Sometimes boxed wine works.
0: Yeah, sometimes. It worked here. Yeah.
1: I feel pretty good. Man. If you could go back in time, not necessarily change anything, not make any big changes... But if you could put yourself right now with with the knowledge you have in your brain into your sixth, we'll say eighth grade, eighth grade, your eighth grade body at Monsignor Gino Monty, what would you do? Like, like, what would, what would, would you just be a cynical asshole to all those asshole kids or, or I'd smoke would weed
0: you- every day? <laughs>